This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And I just touched a chair that's sitting behind me, and I didn't know what I was touching, and I got very nervous for a second. And so if you, that was reflected in my in my announcement. I apologize. This is a very scary episode for it Matthew. Is. Today we are talking about kiwis or kiwi fruit for those listeners who are in Australia and New Zealand and don't refer to kiwi fruits as kiwis. Oh, so so you, you want those people to, to know that we're not doing an episode about, 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 about eating people from New Zealand. Or birds. Or birds. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. The kiwi bird, the little, little bird with the long beak. Yeah. I, I haven't thought about that bird in a while. Well, it's probably because we don't have any of them. That's true. We should we should import some. We should. We should. <laughs> that usually goes well. Um, the kiwi fruit is also known as the Chinese gooseberry. Not for a very long time, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I can tell you about that. Okay. Okay. Well, let's do memory lane first. Okay. So I definitely ate kiwi sometimes as a kid. I don't think I had a really strong feeling about it one way or the other, mm-hmm. but it was one of baby Iris's favorite foods. Oh, really? Yeah. So we would buy them all the time. It's like, hey, it's a thing the baby will eat. And like I got good at peeling and dicing them, but I haven't had one probably in 10 years. Wow. So I think of them often showing up. Unannounced. Showing up unannounced. No, it's like, you know how if you're staying at like a like a cheap hotel or something, like if you missed a flight and the and airline you, puts you up at like a cheap hotel there's a near the airport. there's kiwis on your pillow? No, and there's like a, you know, an, a free buffet that goes with the your room reservation. Like a continental breakfast? A continental breakfast yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Not only are they going to have Little Debbie's honey buns, right. as we discussed, but they usually have like a bowl of fruit. It's like underripe bananas, red delicious apples. Oh, don't get me started on underripe bananas or red delicious apples. Those um, are both bad. They're usually oranges. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes there's a kiwi stuck in there too. Like I think of kiwis showing up in <laughs> yeah, there too. Yeah, I think you're right. I also think of kiwis showing up in fruit salad. Yes, me too. Um, it's like one of those fruits that I don't often buy. June has gone through periods of, of being like, oh, can we buy some kiwis? And then I buy them and I give them to her and she's like, why do I want this? Yeah. Well, I feel like I feel like this is might be a problematic episode. Well, because like. 
I don't, I don't know if I like these. Okay, well, uh, hold on. So let, They let's, do look cool, at least on the inside. They do. Let's talk about them. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is a, a berry, mm-hmm. right? This is an edible berry that comes Hi. from several... I'm edible berry. <laughs> ...comes from several species of woody vines in the genius Actinidia, which also sounds like an acne medication. Hi, I'm Woody Vines. <laughs> um, yeah, it does. It sounds uh, like an acne medication. The most common variety, the one that we usually see that's like um, about the size of like a large chicken egg, fuzzy skinned. Um, I'm holding one oval. in my hand right now. Uh, it, that is a type called Hayward. And you wrote here. <laughs> you didn't introduce yourself as oh, Hayward. Hi, I'm, I'm Woody Hayward. <laughs> this is my I, I run this golf course. Sounds like a golf course kind of. It kind does, of guy. doesn't it? Yeah. Woody Hayward mm-hmm. or Coach Hayward. Coach Hayward. Yeah, that's good. That sound Coach like a... Woody Hayward. Like I'm gonna. Right. I, he sounds like he won I the know Super Bowl so last much. year. Like I've watched every episode of Friday Night Lights. I know so much about coaching. I would probably be a terrific football coach. I don't know the rules of football. I don't think it matters. It's all about. But you just know guts. that you need to like have like heart, clear eyes. Yeah, Is it clear eyes. Yeah, clear full eyes, hearts. full hearts, guts. and you can't full lose. Guts. Full guts. Be sure to eat a lot. <laughs> be, be sure, be, but I mean, like, be sure, like, like you know, stop off at the bathroom before the big game. I think is probably pretty important. <laughs> okay. Anyway, hold on. It's like so, it's like a road trip, but with more concussions. <laughs> Okay, so so uh, the kiwi is native to China. Okay, oh, so okay, so it really is. But the Chinese and Chinese gooseberry wasn't just like you it know, wasn't just like um, uh, some sort of like xenophobic right exactly. Thing. Um, so the first recorded description of it uh, dates back to the 12th century during the Song Dynasty. Okay, it was usually collected from the wild and used uh, medicinally. It was often given to women after childbirth to like restore their vigor or Here, whatever. Have I, one of these. I gotta say, I needed to have a lot more restored than just my vigor. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, <clears throat> eventual. So you know, initially it was collected in the wild. They did start to cultivate it in China, and then cultivation spread to New Zealand in the early 1900s, and that's where it was first commercially planted. I have a question that I don't think we're going to have the answer for, but now I'm curious. Like, what of the popular fruits, like, available, like, in the U.S., which is the one that became a commercial product most recently? Oh, that's a like, really not good counting, question. Like, not counting, like, like, a particular type of apple or some shit, but... There's a part of me, I, I'm sure that this is not correct, but I remember in my lifetime, um, cherries were invented, mangoes starting to show up in a mainstream American grocery store produce section. Mm, I remember my dad bringing home mangoes and it feeling new and exciting, but maybe that's just because I grew up in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Daddy brought home mangoes. And it takes a long time for things to reach the yeah. heartland. Maybe so. Maybe like mangoes arrived in a, in uh, like Seattle supermarkets probably in like, in like the 1800s. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, the first commercial plantings of kiwis were in New Zealand. However, today, or at least as of a couple of years ago, China was the world's largest producer, growing fifty percent of the world total. And the ones I bought uh, for us today were grown in California. Well, yes. Can I tell you a little bit oh, about sure. that? Oh, sure. From Gridley Packaging Incorporated. So during hi, I'm dur- Coach Gridley. <laughs> I work with Coach Hayward at the football store. <laughs> 
So during World War II, U.S. and U.K. Um, like servicemen who were stationed in New Zealand, they encountered... <laughs> The kiwi fruit. It was just walking down the street. I'm, I'm phrasing this all wrong. Okay, wait, wait, they were stationed in, in New Zealand. In New Zealand. Okay. And it was around this time, so World War II. Did they also that, meet hobbits? That, that, that the kiwi fruit began to be exported more widely, like out, okay. outside of, of this sort of like... Um, uh, yeah, you're definitely drawing an outline of, of, of like China uh, and Australia, right. and New Zealand. So um, anyway, um, first it was exported to the UK and then later to the US through California in the 1960s. So this explains why, among many reasons, it might be grown in California because it arrived on those shores. That makes sense. If I say Australasia, do that, does that refer to Australia and Asia or just like south of Asia, including Australia? There's, there's some word that incorporates like Australia, New Zealand, and all of the other islands around there. Oceania? Maybe it's Oceania. Oceania. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Oceania. Okay, that's. I was trying to say earlier that you were you were drawing a perfect outline of Oceania with your finger. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, can I tell you a bit more? Yes, please. Early varieties of kiwi fruit were described in a 1904 nursery catalog as having quote edible fruits the size of walnuts mm-hmm. and the flavor of ripe gooseberries, and this led to the name Chinese gooseberry. Okay. This episode is just going to be all like like questions that we cannot answer on the spot. But this one, this one is like answer. I'm pretty okay. confident we answered that Oceania one. That's true. Yeah. Thank you. Do people in like I associate gooseberries especially with England? I do too. Do people in England still regularly eat gooseberry flavored things? Um, in my brief travel experiences, few and far between, there are significantly, significantly, (laughs) there are far more gooseberry flavored things, gooseberry jam, gooseberry showing up in like pavlovas and trifles and things than here. Because I think like every time I've had gooseberries, they're really good. They're very sour. You you can find them at the farmer's market here in summer from like, you know, just a few select Growers, okay, but, but but this is not the gooseberry episode. No, it's not. I guess we have this to do a gooseberry episode. This is the Chinese gooseberry episode. This summer, let's do a gooseberry episode. Uh, so in 1962, it was New Zealand growers who started calling it the kiwi fruit um, for exporting their their you know for marketing their new export, and the name was commercially adopted in 1974. Huh. Um, and you know, it, again, in New Zealand and Australia, the word kiwi is never used for the fruit. It's used like only for the bird or as like a nickname for New Zealanders. So, so the like the name kiwi fruit was born like a year before I was, or Com- well, I mean, like commercially adopted, right? Right. Yeah, sorry. isn't that interesting? That, yeah. that seems so recent. It does. That's that's uh, yeah. This is I'm, w- I'm wondering again, like about what's the what's the newest fruit on um, the block? I hope that we have. I mean, we have so many interesting listeners who yeah. do fascinating food things. science, cannabis research. I bet we have somebody who probably who surfing. knows this kind of stuff. Yeah. Surfing, yeah. Anyway, so okay, I'm sure that in recent years we have all seen those like kiwi berry things on I've the market. I've seen those at the farmer's market in Seattle. Well, so here's the thing. Apparently there are, uh, you know, many different types of actinidia. Okay. Like different um, species? Yeah. The kiwi berry plant tends to grow pretty easily in a wide variety of places, just provided there's enough warmth. So it makes sense that we would all of a sudden have started seeing them here. I mean, there's some pretty warm parts of Washington State where I would think this stuff could grow as well as Oh, any, yeah. No, they're definitely else. being grown here. 
Are they good? Well, I think they're kind of delicious. Okay. They are. So, you know, as you've noticed, the skin is smooth. It's more right. greenish than brown. Right? We we skipped over. You put on the agenda that the skin, the fuzzy skin is technically edible. It is. Did you not know that? I did not know oh, that. Oh, we're going to eat some today. Oh, great. So anyway, the kiwi berries, which are often also called like baby kiwis or mini kiwis. Oh, um, they're like grape sized um, and they're smooth skinned. I think of them as being sweeter because one thing about the fuzzy skin of the Hayward even though it is edible, it's pretty sour. I don't know. I don't think I've eaten the skin. Well, we're going to find out. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, they've got, you can borrow appliances. Like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it, no charge. <laughs> uh-huh. So like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post-meeting drink. You can bring your pet. You, totally allowed. Oh, I love this. And, oh, I see. They even have special pet items you yep. can use. And they have the built-in alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier <laughs> when I am traveling and I have like a place to put away my clothes. Mm-hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see nobody, that. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. So like a whole closet system where I can really like unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then. And this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Coach Hayward has a question. Um, A couple things. First of all, you you mentioned something about baby kiwis, and I'm wondering, like, when a baby kiwi bird hatches, does it already have, like, a long beak? Does it use that to, to, like... Poke its way out of the egg. I imagine, like all the parts of of an animal, it probably grows, you know, in proportion to its body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, but like, so no, but, but bodies mean, like, don't grow like well, like. This, but Matthew, this is like asking, like, does a giraffe come out of its mother with its neck at its full length? Well, does it? <laughs> I mean, a beak, <laughs> that would be hilarious. A if beak it is did. basically like fingernail material, keratin. Which is fingernail or, material, mm-hmm. and so of course it's it's going to grow. Yes. No. I was. I didn't mean. Does it come out full size? <laughs> I kind of. I kind of meant. Does it? <laughs> does like the baby kiwi have like like a extra long beak for it for, for, being, for being a baby? A baby? Yeah, I guess that's what I meant. Oh, well, we can look up pictures. Okay, let's look up baby kiwi pictures later. Okay. So Matthew, here we're getting to the botany part of the show, which you're oh, you're better at botany than I am. I don't think so. So kiwi fruit plants are dioecious, meaning that a plant is either male or female. No, and um, No, in fact, last time we talked about this, I got the I got the terms reversed and had to like make a correction. Ah, okay. Dioecious. 
dioecious? It's, it's, it's spelled with an O, but uh, the O is silent. Oh, you just say dioecious. Yeah. Okay. So a plant is either male or female. So, you know, in most cases, there are some cases of a kiwi plant being able to pollinate itself. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand how. But uh, most of the time, you need a male and a female to make a baby kiwi. And This I really, is pretty unusual as far as plants go. Except, aren't, aren't there a lot of fruits that work that way? Um... Does eggplant work that way? Eggplant is not. Eggplant is monoecious. Okay. Um, like I think, I think most, like like I, I think most of the common things we eat are are able to self pollinate, but in some cases, like we try and prevent them from self pollinating so that they don't produce genetic diversity. Mm. Yeah, that genetic diversity kills us every time. Right. Just so hey. I, I think I think like di- dioecious in the plant kingdom is is relatively uncommon. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I really like is this statistic. <laughs> yeah, you know what's really from- cool is the gender binary. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> okay, what I really like is this yeah. statistic okay. from Wikipedia for quote unquote a good yield of fruit. One male vine to every three to eight females is considered adequate. Sounds, now, sounds do you good. feel like this sounds... L- it sounds pretty good. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> anyway, all right. So, Matthew, um, what about... You know what? Maybe let's cut them up. Let's cut them up and let's then we'll, we got we'll, here, yeah. we'll talk about more stuff. Wow, these... Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. Do you know how to choose a kiwi? No. You don't know how to choose a kiwi and you used to feed these things to your kids? You have kids now. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, for listeners who are confused, Matthew still only has one kid. Matthew, you're going to use this one. God. Okay. So you want a kiwi to be. Yeah, this uh, is kind of firm, huh? Yeah, to be kind of like a peach. You want it to be yielding. You don't want it to be I, like. I mean, I tried mushy. giving it a little squeeze and it seemed to you yield a little bit. It's a little squeeze. It, no. These other two are definitely not ripe enough. No, 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 no. You can just cut. So Matthew has lopped off the end. I was gonna, I was gonna peel it with a spoon. Now which... just cut across it, and we're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna cut that like slice that. in half. Okay. And then we're gonna eat it with the skin. With the skin. I didn't wash these. Great. Oh, that skin is really sour. Okay, I hate the skin, but the rest is pretty good. Mm. Okay, now will you peel it? Do you mind the texture of the skin? Yes. Oh, it doesn't bother me, but it's very sour. So yeah, when you would prepare these for iris, you would do it like that. You, yeah, I would use you, a spoon to remove the skin. You kind of inserted and then it, cut it into little chunks, and then kind of like swept it around the outside. Yeah, it's very satisfying. Okay, now let's see how different they taste without the skin. Hmm. Still, no. still pretty sour. But I, I like a tart fruit, and they do look really cool. This, this is pretty good. Do you feel that there is a, an astringency to kiwis that leaves a funny taste in your mouth? Hmm. Or maybe it's just the aftertaste of a kiwi that I don't love. It's kind of weird. There is an astringency to it, for sure. I learned this interesting thing about kiwis. So raw kiwi fruit can be used as a meat tenderizer because it's got this substance in it, this enzyme called... Keratin. Actinidane. Ooh. But that same enzyme that tenderizes meat makes it... uh, Hi, I'm Coach Actinidane. (laughs) I'm a robot that Coach... coach, What was the old coach's name? Coach Hayward brought in. Things have not been going well this season. We're hoping this robot (laughs) coach is going to turn things around. Also, we brought back Matt Saracen. (laughs) Oh, I love Matt Saracen. I know. an adorable kid who at no point ever looks like he could possibly play play football. <laughs> Ash and I had a long conversation about whether we felt that like whether Ash was team Saracen or, or team Riggins. Mm-hmm. 
and we're both team Reagans, even though like I feel this like soft spot. So occasionally I feel a real soft spot for well men who seem really soft and tender ash describes them as ash always says to me when i point out a man who seems really like tender and seems like sexy to me ash is always like i think he would cry when you have sex (laughs) that's always what ash says um or that he would be like oh are you okay oh am i hurting you are you okay is this is this tim riggins we're talking about we're talking about matt saracen okay right 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 yeah matt saracen would definitely be like oh am i hurting you yeah are you okay yeah, I mean, <laughs> we 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 call this kind of kind of a kind of a Matthew Amster Burton type. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I can totally picture you tossing around the pig skin. That's right. I've got I've got a golden arm. <laughs> but have you ever had a golden kiwi? That was going to be my next question. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that. I'm so glad everyone was here for that. Possibly the best segue in the history of spilled milk. I have had a golden kiwi. I don't remember it tasting any different from a green kiwi. I think they're better. Okay, they're sweeter. I don't think I don't think they were an option at QFC on Fifteenth. Probably not last night. Uh, anyway, so can we get back? I went to on the a late act- night kiwi run, <laughs> like you do. Yes, actinidane. It's a it's a enzyme. Enzyme. Right. Anyway, um, so if you. If kiwi comes in contact with like dairy products that contain <laughs> dairy, <laughs> I mean, okay, I mean like desserts that contain dairy. Wait, what? <laughs> if it comes in contact with desserts, like is this? So, so you mean oh, like if God. you use kiwi as an ingredient in the in desserts, a dessert, not like like in I should a dessert be- that contains milk or other dairy, it, the enzyme digests the milk proteins and what happens it doesn't work what doesn't work like the dessert well i'm guessing that like if you took a dollop of whipped cream and put it on a raw kiwi, okay i mean we could I try that, that. The, like weird things would happen it would, it would to the weep i think weird like, things would like happen Matt to the saracen yeah. <laughs> um, so okay because I, I i felt like for a minute you were telling me that like all this time when it, making desserts i should have been more careful to keep them away from my supply of actinidane or whatever the word was so wait, actinidane also does this to gelatin. Right, so this is like so a don't probably... put pineapple in your jello type of correct, thing. Correct, correct. Um, actinidane is also an allergen you know what? for I'll some. I'll do whatever the fuck I want Causing itching and soreness of the mouth or worse. Is this what would also cause like itching and soreness after you eat pineapple? Is I it like tenderizing so. like, the is roof it of tenderizing? my mouth? I think we talked about this on the pineapple episode. Maybe. I think, yes, I think it's tenderizing your mouth. So I've definitely noticed this when eating some kiwi, though not all. I think that if I had eaten like a whole kiwi's worth of fruit right now, I think that my mouth would feel a bit sore. It's funny, like if you say like your mouth feels tender, that means it hurts. But if you say Matt Saracen is tender, that's different. <laughs> I'd like tenderness in a man. Oh, yeah. I think it's good. I, I love it. But yeah, Ash Ash loves to make fun of me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, that's fair. It's, yeah, it's totally fair. I love to make fun of me. Okay. So and here you. is my strategy for for having a winning season. What is what is my team going to be called? The coach gets to name Wait, the team, right? Wait, are you Coach right? Hayward now? I'm or Coach are you Hayward. Actinidane? <laughs> Actinidane is my robot sidekick. Okay. There was another coach, but there I was. don't remember who and he like, was. The other coach was kind of corrupt. I feel like. Uh, who was he? Yeah, I don't. You're checking the agenda. It looks like you're pouring over <laughs> the spilled milk agenda to see who the other. Oh, well, you mean yeah, that we mentioned? Oh, there was another coach. Right, 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 right. It, it was, was Woody. Um, no, there was Woody Hayward. Woody Hayward and somebody else. <laughs> um, Woody Vines. 
Oh, Woody Vines. But it's, it's confusing. It's Coach Vines and Coach Hayward because they're both named Woody. <laughs> um, I thought you meant there was another coach on Friday Night Lights, which there also was, at least sometimes. Well, there like, was not another head coach. There I mean, was like there a, was, an assistant coach. Right. There were coaches who were uh, from the opposing team. True. So anyway, so the, so a couple things here. So the coach gets to name the team, right? No. <laughs> just work. Just, okay. Yes. <laughs> pretend yes. Yes, and so we need we need a name for our team. Okay. And if we're gonna have a winning season, I think Gumption is only gonna get us so far. <laughs> okay. So I my plan is we need to steal steal plays from the other team. So like we need to break into the the Arnett Mead Tigers clubhouse and steal their plays because I do, again I do not know how to play football. Oh, wait, Arnett Mead that was one of the Dylan Tiger Panthers D- Dylan Panthers rivals. opponents. Yeah, Arnett Mead is it hyphenated? Not sure. Okay. Anyway, so we're gonna steal their plays and okay. then we're just gonna kind of pass them out to the players and be like, you you guys know what to do with these, right? <laughs> And then we'll win. And then we'll win. In slow motion. But wait, what's going to be the name of your team? I thought you were naming the team. Oh, right, right, team. right. So um, we're going to be the New Zealand Hobbits <laughs> from Dillon, Texas. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyway, I may or may not be allergic to kiwi. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I mean, are you really allergic to it if it's just that it's like tenderizing your tissues? Is that an allergy? I mean, is yeah, it I mean, activating my like immune my my Well, I mean like that would cause yeah, I don't I don't I don't think that's an allergy, but I don't know. I'm not an allergist. You know, I bet we have some listeners who are allergists. Probably. I, I probably have some listeners who are allergic to this episode. <laughs> we probably have some listeners who aren't listening anymore. <laughs> we probably have some listeners who have a golden arm and haven't been discovered yet. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so you can weigh in on any and all of these things, and please do. Team Riggins versus Team Saracen. Um, Team Vines versus Team Hayward. Like, how would you... What would be your name if you were going to be a football coach? Right. Because when you become a football coach, you get a a new name. You're reborn. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So you can find us on facebook.com slash spelled milk podcast. You can talk to us about these things. We are here for you. Yes, that's right. Like operators are standing by. (laughs) Yeah, you can you can order the complete DVD collection. And we'll also solve your problems. Uh, what did you already say? Facebook.com? Facebook, okay, yeah. uh, spilledmilkpodcast.com, which doesn't really kind of do anything anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, our producer is Abby Circatella. Who does a lot of things. She does so many things. Uh, you, I mean, imagine what she cut out of this episode. <laughs> did we Did we ever, like, say anything about kiwis on this episode? I kind of don't oh, remember. Oh, we talked a lot about kiwis. Right, actinidane. Uh, there was a right, lot right. of learning on this episode. I learned okay. how to pronounce dioecious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know they were members of the actinid. Actin... Actinidia. Actinidia. Okay. I Which is my new acne medication. Right. I'll definitely remember that. I didn't know you could eat kiwi skin. Yep. So until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show with skin that is technically edible. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Coach Matthew Amsterberg. <laughs> I am nothing but a conscious bundle of cravings. That's all That's all a human consciousness is. It's like the human sack. You're a bunch of cravings and water. I am just a bunch of cravings and water stuffed into a membrane to the point of bursting. Okay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw 
coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.